0: Welcome to the Catch Some Soul Shine Podcast, and I am your host, Dawn Renee Bovey. I'm joined today by Alona Laparo, Lapari, who is the CEO of the Life Pool. Um, her mission is really important to not only help entrepreneurs, but really to get down to the insides. You know what makes us want to evolve people and as entrepreneurs. And I think until you have that down, you can't be successful. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself. And then we're gonna, you know, have some discussion.
1: Well, thank you so much, Dawn, for having me. Such a pleasure to be here with you on your podcast. And uh, yeah, I think we share a common mission with the soul piece in, in the the aspect of the work that we both do. Um, where, you know, through the journey of entrepreneurship here at the Life School, which I'm the CEO and founder of, I want to help now more people like me, a future, or I guess, a prior version of me that was looking for fulfillment, that had a calling, that, you know, has a mission in life, that has a purpose, all these big words that sometimes scare a lot of people. But along the journey, I realized that unless you know what you're working towards, then it's not worth waking up in the morning or even going through some of the challenges that sometimes going out on your own and, and using the channel of entrepreneurship as that way for you to do more good in the world and use your experience, your challenges that you've overcome or even a certain problem that you want to solve in the world it becomes important that you are purpose driven and you also understand how to also align your profit with that because, uh, I I found that unless you actually do both and you can't create the impact you desire, you can not reach as many people as you possibly can. Um, you cannot maybe get more people to join your team or to contribute towards causes you care about that are probably outside of your company or vocation. So, um, that is what my mission is, lifelong students. So life school, I think life teaches you the best lessons. And uh, we always switch roles between the student and the teacher. When we learn something, we want to share it. So we become, I guess, by default, the teacher. And then we go back to student mode to learn from other people And then we switch back and forth between that as we also realize our potential as humans and, you know, put that out there in the world and try to attempt to be fulfilled and be happy and joyous because I think that is also what we all want, um, you know, out of life. And these are the models that are offered out there today. And, uh, you know, this is kind of what I also feel called
0: to be able to to serve and, and how I want to create impact. I love that so much. And, you know, I'm so glad that you brought up the profit piece. I think as women entrepreneurs especially, um, I've come across a lot of women that are a little shied away from that profit piece, you know. Maybe we don't know our worth or we've been told for so long that we're not as valuable. But I really think that to impact the most amount of people, we have to be profitable and I think it's important that you're teaching that to entrepreneurs. Can you speak a little bit about how you how you make people more profitable or help them on that way?
1: Yeah and I absolutely can relate to just like you said absolutely because us as women we have more of these nurturing roles and obviously traditionally we don't even know our own power honestly our own potential because Again, traditionally, I even come from, you know, the culture where, you know, women were mostly in the home and, you know, um, their husbands were out working and we have evolved and moved along for sure. But we have still a lot of work to do because it's a very big, um, you know, gap between the income that women get to create and also, you know, our counterparts, right? So I think it's, I've seen it firsthand uh, in the corporate environment when I climbed up the corporate ladder for 13 years before I ventured as an entrepreneur, where I also lacked a lot of that confidence to ask for things that I thought, you know, I was contributing in the company with, via my roles, which were very different roles between HR, regional director, I was in um, executive roles. So, you know it was a lot of that inner work and personal development work that i needed to do as someone who honored myself and i I deserved the things that I was working for, and I deserved, you know, to have more in my life, also income-wise, not only obviously fulfillment-wise. Um, so that is how I now have transferred a lot of that experience into entrepreneurship. Whether I, when I realized that my own gifts are in leadership and business acumen, those are the two strengths that I carry that I've seen over time. So that now that I realize what those are and out of all the things that we do also, I've seen that we undervalue our gifts because it's something that comes naturally to us. We just think like, oh, everybody must know this. Um, so we don't always see, you know, the power in the transformation. So today I do this via what I call the, the six pillars that every company that is a healthy company needs to follow in order for you to align your purpose with profit, which is the branding piece, the um, marketing piece, the uh, sales aspect, the systems, and then the team. And all of these are sort of like pillars that connect together in your company so that you build that foundation. You have those right pieces in place so that you can align, do work you love, but also, of course, know how to do all the other pieces that align your profit. And then moving on to the two main problems that most entrepreneurs have, which is inconsistent cash flow and sales, inconsistency in their profit. I guess we could term it that way. And the other piece is the impact. Okay, now I've run out of capacity. You know, I am uh, this, whatever I did so far, is not necessarily gonna get me to the next level. Um, and scalability usually is the next piece, which I love to solve that second problem. Um, not that I don't like the first one, uh, because that means impact to me, scalability. How can I create more impact with what I am doing? Um, so that is the way I, I uniquely solve this problem based on my experience and what I've seen with so many people I've had the blessing to work with over
0: the years. I think it's so important. And I know for, for, uh, speaking for myself, I am a, a feeling, emotional worker. I'm a thought leader. You know, my whole premise is emotional empowerment. So that part of it comes easy to me, right? It's the business part that you know, I sometimes struggle with. And I have, I'm, like you said, we're constantly learning. I'm constantly taking courses and, you know, learning new things. So as a, a business leader, I think it's really important that we do set aside that amount of, of money or time to keep growing, learning, evolving. So I think it's really fascinating that as a woman, you know, yes, you have the emotional and intuitive part, but you're really into the business aspects, which I mean, some women are, but as a majority, I think we lack in that area.
1: Yeah, and that's actually the gap that I've seen and kind of also self exploring myself, I can't get enough self exploration because I always say that know thyself, the more you know yourself the more you know exactly where to stay, where to position yourself, where you can create the biggest transformation, where you can give people the biggest results. And of course your brand will build for itself, right? Because you have quality, you have a quality service, you have a quality product. Um, So that's kind of what I've seen along the journey, but I think it's important to even to also understand that we all have a unique path in life. Uh, My first book was called Connecting the Dots Backwards. And this I've grown my spirituality also, I think we all have come in, you know, to this world equipped with different things, right? Some women are more dominant in the masculine energy thing or in the feminine. For me, it was more in the masculine. I had to work on the feminine to align both energies because I think they're all, you know, they're both very important. And we all have them. And it's hmm. not a gender specific thing. Uh, but once you start to realize that inner work that you do to kind of discover your purpose, they start becoming aware. I think the more our awareness rises, the more we get to see or pay attention to the things that attract us, to the messages that attract us, uh, to our inner talents that we start developing. And over the years as an entrepreneur, I've discovered so many more things inside of me that I didn't even know were there, such as you know my passion for writing. I used to write poems at 13, But I kind of stopped, you know, developing that because life, I went on, you know, I went on a different direction. And now, you know, with the work I do, you kind of start to tap into different things inside of you. And at the end of the day, it's a beautiful way to express yourself and to be able to, you know, not obviously everything is going to be monetized, find the one thing that you do so well for others, but let yourself be creative. Let yourself explore all these different things that are attracting you because I find that everything, nothing is a, I mean, when I look back in my life and connect, like I always love to do that, connect the dots between my past, my present, and now what I'm trying to, you know, bring into the future, everything that has happened to me, it's almost like perfectly where it needed to be, even the challenges that I cried over at that moment, When I look back, I'm like, whoa, I wouldn't change anything that happened to me. And things are always working out for me. So even when challenges come across, and I always say that the two biggest challenges that I think most of us can ever encounter is uh, something health-related or something permanent, which is the loss of a loved one. I think those are the hardest. But even those are there to teach us something. And obviously there, you know, somehow it's connected to your purpose. So figure out, you know, once you overcome a lot of those challenges, how to use that now as a channel to help other people and use it for a bigger purpose, so to speak. But yeah, when I look back at my life, everything is like perfectly lined up the way that it needed to be so I can become who I am right now. And I just trust that whatever's happening in the future is gonna just play out the same way. I just need to stay curious stay positive being yes. you know um, ensure that I don't let those things kind of um, get me down or whatever I mean I'm not saying that every day is gonna be perfect and we're only gonna have positive emotion because life is 5050 anyway even when I had everything perfectly the way I wanted I, you know I still felt I still felt negative emotion so I think it's wow. like the other biggest lesson that I've learned is how to just let the negative feelings come through, feel our feelings, and then just raise our consciousness. Because the more conscious you could become, the more conscious your decisions become. And the more you self-discover as to what are your true values, the more you make decisions aligned with those. And you're going to be perfectly aligned in that path.
0: You know, I when I hear the word perfection, I think of the word illusion, right? Mm-hmm. What is perfect? Well, perfect is being content right here, right now and vibrating that out. Because when we put things out into the world, it comes back to us tenfold. I truly believe that. I'm so glad you brought up the creative process because that's one of my core values. That creativity, whether you're in business or, you know, an accountant, or whatever, um, creativity really does cause huge, great healing pathways in the brain. And in fact, there's research out that shows those people in these type of roles that are creatives actually exceed in their fields, more so than those that are just driven to work, work, work. And creativity is really what's helped me forge through the darkness to shine light and when you said write a book I when I was um in my 20s I used to teach aerobics and I'd get up there and I'd talk about I had three kids boom 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 and they were always um you know causing havoc and I'd get up there and share stories about the kids and and uh my senior opus clip oh my gosh you should write a book it was so good and i never did and i thought i'm you know that's just not me and you know here it is i don't know a lot longer later <laughs> and i've participated in two best selling books the creative life book and radical self love radical self love i think it's just so important and we think we have that down, but I'm here to tell you, I did like a timeline exercise and the things that came up for me and that really highlighted the things that I need to work on for radical self-love so we are bad. Mm. You know what? When-
1: Never say never It's another lesson I've learned from the school of life. Never say never. And um, something else about creativity, Don, because I also for the longest when I was working for my corporate, the corporate company I was working for uh, Fortune 500 for 13 years. I never considered myself as creative because I had to use a lot of left brain functions in the position. It was like more executionary, like, okay, process oriented, goal oriented. So that was very developed. But when I came out as an entrepreneur, I started to tap into more of the right brain functions, you know, of intuition and creativity. And then I started like, seeing myself in and developing all these different things and i'm like wow we can actually develop this because i never thought i was creative but we all are creative obviously yes we oh. just and haven't had the opportunity to do so. So, like a book, you know, taps uh, helps you explore that side of you, inside of you, or like speaking helps you explore that, or drawing, or now I actually even even made a song and put like because I love to write poems about life. I will just or even my life. That was my first song I did. called it a life song. Now I put music because I love music or dance. Like yes. there's all these elements that we have as humans that just pay attention to what you care about because I tell you it's inside of you it's just waiting to come out and with that creative outlet and you just you going through that process it's amazing how many gifts we actually have inside of us it's like I think people are just jam packed with talents and we don't even know them and some people leave this world and they don't even discover that right so To me, it's like fascinating to see how amazing humans
0: are. So, yeah. It's almost like when we are born and we're children, we have that wonder and we don't have all the things that block us off from the sunlight of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And really, I think as adults, it's less about adding knowledge and, and this. It's more about taking away all the junk all the stuff that's preventing us from being our true authentic self and shining, you know, I mean, I think I, you know, Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say you were in this corporate position and obviously very successful, but it wasn't until you started this entrepreneur journey that you just really started to shine. Absolutely.
1: And yeah, I think it's exactly I, I, I actually think about that the same way. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing how the older we get, we you know, because you would think like, the older we get. Yes, obviously, we impart knowledge and we learn and grow and we want to feed our mind with information, all that good stuff. But it's really the inner work that makes us the happiest as individuals is that inner work that we do with ourselves to un Ravel a lot of our limitations, a lot of our fears, a lot of our old stories, healed our traumas and all of that. So we start to get to the core of who we actually are. And I think the process of evolving does that. That's why when you ask people, you know, and when they're a little bit older, they're happier. Because if you've done that work, then I could see like this version of me now. I'm 39. I don't have a problem with sharing my age but I'm happiest now, ha- the happiest I've ever been when I compare myself to my 20s or even my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's the process there, life process that we go through.
0: Wait till you hit 59. <laughs> I,
1: I, I always say that I can't wait because it's like there's so much wisdom that we embark. And yeah. I think it's just, you just get, more masterful over time. And you have so much more wisdom to just not even share in your own life, but with other people around you. And I just consider myself like good wine. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like, every, every year.
0: Yeah. Seeking the light, right? The older we get, the more we, we realize what truly is important in life. You know, the connections, the love, the stuff, it's nice. I'm not going to negate that. I'd like to have nice things, but it's really about the quality of life. And I know that entrepreneurs, such as myself and you, you know, we put in time for our, our businesses and, and our jobs, but it's different It's something that comes from within and it really doesn't feel like work to me. It's something that I just love to do. I love sharing and rippling this out into the world. You know,
1: I know it's amazing what happens is that saying or quote, I used to hear when I was sometimes very unhappy at my job as (laughs) at the various roles about, find, you know, work you love and you never work a day in your life or find your life's purpose or find something that wakes you up or comes from within you and you wake up in your alarm clock and it's weird. I mean, it's cr- amazing to feel that th- this is the level that we get to be in as an on- as an entrepreneur or people that have discovered that because I don't think everybody's aligned with their work, unfortunately. Um, but once you do discover that, it's a completely different life. I'm like, there's no difference between my business and my personal life, it's all one great party (laughs) and I get to attend it daily and I get to align the profit side, which for most people that is the biggest challenge because they might have discovered a lot of these other things, but now how do I actually monetize that? Because yeah, in the trade of, uh, in the marketing system out there in the world, I can't go to the store and just, you know, uh, barter my gift for milk. I have to have to, I need money to be yes. able to pay for that, right? So we do need to understand how to do the second piece. But just back to what you were saying, I think when you are so lined, then it's like every day is like a big... Even the challenges, you'll work through so many things like, but I don't know what that their inner power and that fire just come from inside of you and uh mm-hmm. you just keep at it, you know, you just keep at it. Usually the problem becomes that you get burned out because you just love what you do and you can't stop. And there's no not enough hours in a day. That's another problem or side effect. yeah. For sure.
0: Okay. How can people um I mean, I know you've talked about the, the life school, but can you give us a little bit more, um, what that's about and do you tailor it mainly for women or is it for men? Um, how long is it? I'd like to know a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking. So 80% of the, my, uh, I, I say people that are part of our community are women and 20% uh, men. And I love for those percentages to start evening out. Cause I do definitely feel like a lot of men are waking up, so to speak, uh, consciousness. They're looking for more. They doing, they're doing their inner work. And, you know, now they also want to use the channel of entrepreneurship to build successful companies. Why not? That is maybe less driven by profit from what we have seen traditionally business was like, more, you know, led by their heart and their purpose. And they also want to know how to do the second part. So um, with The Life School, we offer business programs, accelerators, and also I offer my private consulting as well as a lot of passive products that I build over time, whether it's uh, courses, programs, and even my books. Uh, my, my fifth book is going to come out on January 5th. It's called Purpose Driven Leader. Um, and that one is also um, something that people can grab their, put their hands on. But that is what I have going on right now uh, with the vision of expansion. I'm always looking for impact and uh, how to actually be able to create more transformations with the work that we do. Uh, but for now, those are the ways that, and the ways that, you know, people can find our community and also um, start to get behind the work that we do as well.
0: And that would they Google create uh, the lifeschool.com or what's the website that they would find you on?
1: So, we're working on the website uh, for the life school, but they can find me as the brand and the face of the company, which is alona coaching.com. And that's a small hub. We have a lot of the things that I talked about on the website, and also a few free fee- resources for people to grab their hands on. Um, whether one of them is a free masterclass, they can take to Not only once they have discovered their purpose, now how to align their profit, how to connect all those dots uh, that I talked about at the beginning of our conversation, um, and also free marketing checklist on there. And I also have created recently a free uh, ebook where they can, I put in 50 of the most purposeful questions that are going to give you the biggest transformation to help you discover your purpose. So that's also on the website.
0: Yeah. And I will have... um... I will have that linked in the show notes for people to find you as well. So yeah, this is awesome. I'm so excited. And I do see such a huge purpose for you, um, in the entrepreneur space to, you know, help people with some guideposts like you described. I really thank you for being on my show. If you have anything else to add, don't hesitate to add it now. And, um, I look forward to talking to you in the future.
1: Thank you so much, Don. I'm looking forward to having you on our podcast, which is called the Life School Masterclass Show. And that's what I love to do there, to just invite so many other purpose-driven people that leave with their heart and talk about their missions and the work that they do out there in the world while also serving the audience. So I'm excited to have you on. And thank you so much for having me on here and having such a great, intimate, great conversation, just perfectly from the heart. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Yes,
0: it was great talking to you. Thanks for being here today. Uh, If my sound was a little weird, I don't know what, what was happening with my mic, but I apologize for that. Hopefully you made it through the show because Alani had some really good information. I believe her school of life is a breath of fresh air for any entrepreneur wanting to grow and evolve in their business. I have a couple other offers that I want to remind you of. If you're looking to start enlarging and growing your emotional empowerment, please download the free 11 affirmation journal. I'll have that in the show notes. Also, don't forget to pick up a free print of my rooted in faith collection. That is com. That's also in the show notes. And my biggest announcement is about the Ripple experiment. We are going to be rippling out kindness into the world. And boy, doesn't the world need that right now. So please check out ripple.dawnreneebovet.com and let's get started and change the world. I'll see you next week.